Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Well, welcome to our kind of new segment that Josh came up with that we're going to do while we're on lockdown um, called yeah. the Angle Lock Down <laughs> instead yeah. of Angle Slow. Uh, yeah, we just Angle Lock or Angle Lockdown. I would say, well, we say the Angle Lock, but the Down thing is, is very much plays a part, I suppose, because it otherwise yeah, it's it could make... be in brackets. Yeah. Or some shit like yeah, that. That's fine. Um, yeah, so we're just going to do this kind of thing where it's like 20 minutes, half an hour of a podcast. Um, the original plan is to kind of just ask questions and we'll talk about that specific topic. However, obviously, with what's happened over the last 24 hours in WWE, it's not something we can't talk about. It's it's quite yeah. shocking. So, unfortunately, it's a little bit of a downer for the first one, but it's very important and it's very um, newsworthy to be talking about what's going on in WWE at the moment. Yeah, it's... I hate saying this, but... Uh, well, like you say, on one side, it is... Very negative, very sad for a lot of fans and employees. On the other side, uh, and I hate being this guy, it's sort of business needs. But we'll dive into why it's business needs as the, the podcast uh, yeah, goes on. Yeah, I don't understand about business needs, but there's some factors in there that kind of blow that standard thing out of the water, really. Yeah, Consider- like it shouldn't have to happen. take place at all yeah so obviously everybody must realize by now we're obviously talking about the wwe releases that have happened over the last 24 hours um apparently most of these are from raw a couple from uh, 205 live and apparently it's not the end yet uh the Mm. next wave is coming we assume is going to be after smackdown because this is the raw lot so the smackdown lot is coming next um but as it goes at the time of recording, the people that are no longer with us anymore in the WWE are Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, EC3, Leo Rush, Eric Young, Heath Slater, Aiden English, Kurt Angle, Sarah Logan, Kari Sane, R- Ruby Riot, Mike Kanellis, Maria Kanellis, Eric Rowan, Primo and Epico, uh, No Way Jose, and Zack Ryder. And then after so that? that's that's a lot of people. And then we've got also producers, trainers, and backstage people as well with Finley, Mike Rotunda, Hurricane Helms, Lance Storm, Pat Buck, uh, Billy Kidman, Sean uh, Davari, Scott Armstrong, Mike Chinoda, which he's been there forever, and then yeah. Sarah Stock, which I think is the lady that does writing, and she did the Otis Mandy storyline. Yeah, um, yeah well, so, so far that's that's what we got. But like I say, more is coming. The, the, the backstage ones you just said, uh, there's something called furloughed, which is at the minute they're kind of yes um, uh, on, on unpaid leave. Yeah, basically, which... no, furlough is essentially what's happening around the entire world at the moment is that you get 80% of your paycheck to sit at home. Oh, is it it's, it's a government-funded yeah, thing. Um, yeah, so those people, being as they, they are not independent contractors like the superstars, they get that furlough option. Because the independent, uh, um, the superstars are independent contractors, they don't get that option. So Vince isn't paying them. The, 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 it's interesting you say independent contractors because we, we've spoken about this in the past. Uh, independent contractors should mean you can wrestle, in this case, wrestling, wherever you want. Yeah, but they and can't. When you're a WWE superstar, they are very strict on you wrestle for us and only us. So the whole... It should either be, it shouldn't be an independent contract. No, it but it's it's, it's a scapegoat that he's got. It's a stupid thing that he's still yeah. managing to get away with, which he shouldn't be. No one else in their team, that their sports teams or anything, do that. It's literally just Vince. Yeah, it's it's um, it's a very sneaky. We've always said this that it's a 
it, well, it's sports entertainment, so it's a loose sport. I'll give you that. Um, but the but, same yeah, rules apply. The same rules should apply. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's a strange business for great reasons, but there's negative reasons like this. Um, that I think they do these independent contracts uh, with all these ridiculous restrictions and rules of. I think they're relying on the dream of the man or woman of like, there's a WWE. Uh, contract in front of me, despite all these yeah, little. They're, they're, yeah, they're literally using those three those three letters to make people do whatever they want, make them jump through hoops because they think yeah, because the they know they work their ass off to get to the big league. Yeah, but so... you, but it proves that some of these people, you you could be having a main event push, you could even be on WrestleMania like the Good Brothers were, and you're still getting yeah. dropped. Um, yes, yeah, it's, but... it's it's really oh. weird the fact that like there's some people out there that are saying, well, some of these people, like say they they aren't furloughed, but they're getting rid of them because they're not being used, and that once this is all over and done with, we could get them back. But I don't see yeah. much truth in that because we know how much Vince is prone to change his mind. So he could be thinking, I've got about six or seven of these people in mind I might bring back, but when push comes to shove and then the opportunity presents itself, who's to say that he's actually going to follow through with that? He doesn't even have to. As far as he's concerned, they're no longer with the company. He, I, 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 yeah, I think there'll probably be a very short select list of people where he's thought when this is settled and we're back on our feet, maybe we'll call them back. Uh, majority, he won't. We just know that. Which, yeah. Um, and there's some where, you know, for the positive side of it, where we've now seen the list of people who've been released, it's like, right, there's AEW. There's yeah, Japan, there's there, Ring of Honor. There is, but at this point in time, no fucker is hiring. No, that's the problem. Not. So I mean, people are sitting there without their bills being paid and everything. And it's, I mean, yes, I understand they're superstars and that they're on so much more money than any of us could ever dream of. But at the end of the yeah. day, that when you're not being told in preparation this is going to happen, then you're just giving a text message, which is actually reportedly happened. Most of these people found out via text message, which is a fucking coward's way out, as far as I'm concerned. And then to just yeah. go, right, well, now I've got to pay my bills and I don't know how I'm supposed to do that. I can't even go anywhere else because no one's hiring because of the virus and they can't afford to at this time. So people are just sitting ducks at this point. It, yeah, they, um, like I said, they, they probably do have uh, a lot of money to lean back on at the minute, considering they are WWE superstars. But it's the shock factor, like you say, of like they were very unprepared for this. It wasn't a kind of you know, just a heads up, guys, in a few weeks we're making cuts. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah. And for someone to say, someone might be out there going, well, they might have told them, like, in this day and age, uh, the internet would have been all over it by now and we would have even known. Yeah, exactly. But this came out of left field. Yeah, I mean, all the stuff that we're finding out and the stuff that we're discussing now is all stuff that has been reported from credible sources. You know what I mean? So it's not like we're just seeing a random thing pop up and believing it. Because there was rumours of... Um, Ember Moon and um, it's a couple of other people that have been uh, chucked as well, but that ends up being it was it was rubbish, and they haven't yet as, as of yet. But yeah. everything we're talking about is from credible sources, and it is genuine. Yeah, it's um, as far as the list goes. I, I don't know why, but I, I wouldn't say shocked, but the one that kind of um, I say well, I wasn't in, it wasn't an emotional reaction apart from the shock of it. But the one that kind of made me go, really, what the fuck, was Mike Kyoda. Yeah, um, that, that was a rig shot. 30 years, I think, he's been with the company. Yeah, it's been there since, like, I think it was 89. Yeah. So, yeah, since I've been alive, basically. <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing. And I know after 30 years, 
uh, being a referee, you've got a hell of a career behind you. He's probably got more years behind him than in front. But to me, since Earl Hebner left all those years ago, he was the senior referee. Yeah. So to see Scott Armstrong on the furloughed, they might be looking at age or maybe the passing of the torch. But personally, I would have got uh, kept Mike Kyoto because he's dependable. Yeah. Uh, and kept um, got rid of Scott. But on the other side, I reckon a lot of these already asked for their release. Uh, Rusev did age. Well, yeah, Rusev, you know, although it sucks that Rusev's gone, it wasn't too much of a shock because we've heard that he's been sitting out his contract and wanted to move on anyway. And then Kari says, yeah, Kari Sane's the same. She said that she was exploring other options, so that's not a shame. You know, I mean, well, it is a shame, but it's not not a shock. It's it's just some some of the ones like um, Eric Rowan. Um, the yeah, OC, the, you know what I mean? Leo Rush, even it's just, it's all just. I'm really surprised they just got rid of him. Leo was one of them where he is absolutely amazing in ring talent, yeah. But it wasn't that long ago you heard stories that he was stepping on the toes of the wrong people backstage, yeah. True, I heard so, that, yeah. So, th- this is probably a big part of it. Uh, Rowan, um, he seemed. Oof, Roughly around this time last year, um, he was getting pushed. He, you know, he, he was. Got, he was getting a, got I mean, you know, all this spider in a cage stuff aside, he was being pushed quite well. So the whole thing with Daniel Bryan and all that kind of stuff, yeah, Roman yeah. Reigns and all of that was a big push for him. And then suddenly just to be canned less than a year yeah. later. It, it just seemed... <sighs> Rowan, to me, looked like he worked his ass off, but... He just couldn't find his place, which was uh, a, a real shame because I, I did like Rowan. But when you think when you think about Rowan, you think of the Wyatt family. Yeah. And when you think of the Wyatt family, unfortunately, Eric's kind of the weak link when it comes to that. Uh, Luke Harper did amazing, and he's doing great now in AEW. They had early days yet, but he seems to be doing great. Uh, Braun what? Strowman's. Universal Champion. <laughs> yeah, about yeah. That. Um, yeah, but he's, he's the big... Bray Wyatt yeah, is Bray Wyatt. on fire. Yeah. So, with Rowan, it, you know, to be honest, um, I think one of the only reasons Cesaro is still there is that, again, Cesaro is a great in-ring talent. He's um, he's, he's, he's doing the similar thing to Ziggler, isn't he? Yeah, he struggles to find his place, but I think even the WWE know the fans just love him. Mm. Regardless, you know, they know that he struggles with what his character should be and when he should be on the card. But as far as a performer in the ring, I, I never get bored of watching him. No, same here. And so, so, and it, with Rowan, it's hit and miss. It was always hit and miss with yeah. Eric. Um, who else? Dread yeah. Maverick. Uh, did you watch the video? Yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. It broke my heart, mate. Honestly, the, watching that, I was just like, God, this guy, man. He's, I mean, he's quite an emotional man anyway. And this just obviously uh, added fuel to that. And it's it's really heartbreaking to watch that he loves his business so much. And yes, I know he's never had what everyone would consider a big push. But he's been in the limelight quite well. He, the 24-7 champion stuff was quite fun. He, when, he was, you know, he was, yeah, he was entertaining. He was a manager. You know what I mean? He had a lot of entertainment value to him. And I really quite liked him, enjoyed him. And it's, it really is upsetting to see him d- deal with it this way. Yeah. It's, it, to be honest, hopefully now that, it, you know, maybe the shot might have wore off, he, he'd be able to look, cause he was, um, 
he was originally Rockstar Spud in TNA. Yeah. And he won their version of what was like WWE's toughness. Um, so to go from you, if the history of these toughness competitions, hardly anybody ever like lasts long, even if they win the competition. They're around for about a year and then they're forgotten about. Um, for someone like him to win that competition in a company, let's face it, that's below WWE, um, to make it to a great star in TNA and then come all the way to WWE, he lived his dream, but obviously he's now crushed that the dream's over. It's over sooner than he would want it to be. But, but yeah, the way he's talking is... Uh, I don't know why. Maybe someone offered him a contract and everything would be great. But the way he's talking, he doesn't think he's going to wrestle after this. Well, um, you've got to think of what kind of a market value he draws. I mean, he's like I say, he's entertaining and everything. But when it comes to other promotions, it's not the entertainment that is the main focus. Your main focus for things like AEW and all that kind of stuff is how good of a wrestler are you? And how good of a character are you? And Drake Maverick is the person that maybe might get lost in the shuffle. So maybe he's worried that people like AEW now, when everything goes back to normal, that they won't pick him up either. Well, there's always going to be concern. It'd be stupid for anyone on that list to think, well, I'm all right. AEW will give me a call. Exactly, because it's not the case. Even the the boss of AEW said the other week that he's kind of accepted that they maybe got too many people now and it's like they don't want to get any more. They're, They're at their capacity for the moment. Yeah, they've got they've got a strong roster and they've got a strong bank account. But just because they've got a strong bank account doesn't mean it's going to run out. They shouldn't, you know, they can't do what WCW did and just keep throwing their money. Yeah, because they'll burn out. Yeah, eventually the ship will sink. So as far as when everything, you know, or as normal as it can be, when AEW can go, let right, let's hire some people. I think uh, Rusev is probably the favourite. Yeah. On that list, OC, um, I, th- I think I think Gallows and Anderson have to be in that contention there. I think they're going to go back to Japan. No, they might do. Yeah, but again, it's yeah, down to I, their I, decisions. But I, I I can't say that AEW wouldn't ring them. I'm pretty sure they'd have a, a talk with them. There, yeah, there'll be contract negotiations. But to be honest, I think WWE um, they probably might have made a mistake with Gallows and Anderson there. But like I say they were they weren't. Doing a lot, but they were relevant. They were they're irrelevant. And they're, right. yeah, the, the AJ Taker thing was the main event of the first night of Mania. They were in the main event. Yes, fair enough, they weren't specifically the performers, but they were part of that story. And he was in a club. So what are they going to do when AJ pops back up on TV eventually? So you get a guarantee yeah. they'll just pretend like they never existed. If uh, this is it, I think WWE might have shot themselves in the. Well, they've shot themselves for, for multiple reasons, but as far as Gallows and Anderson go, if they go to Japan and, you know, they're going to stay in touch with AJ and Finn, uh, AJ's not going to be happy that his friends are gone. No, he's not. Not at all. I, I don't know what Finn's mindset is now. He, I think he's quite happy in NXT, but you just don't know. If, and yeah, they're all quite chummy. If Gallows and Anderson say, look, we're in Japan and they've told us the door's open for you two, it's a 50-50 chance AJ and Finn will go, we're out, we're going to New Japan again. And they will lose two of their biggest stars, yeah. WWE, uh, just because they haven't thought it through. As far as why all of this has happened, 
a big part is the XFL, in my opinion. Yes, uh, this is what I was going to get onto next, is the fact that the XFL's failed for a second time, and Vince basically lied to the shareholders and the people that were involved in this. He specifically stated that XFL has nothing to do with the WWE, they're not connected in any way, shape or form, and what ended up being the truth is that they are connected because there's certain people that are connected with the shareholders and the way that the money works. So because of him failing this and going for bankruptcy, all due to the virus, he's then had to make cuts in his other company. And so people that he's decided not to use in the past or make any effort with, or people that he's specifically let sit out their contract because he doesn't want them going anywhere else, have all now been fired because of his stupidity and his lies. Yeah, the the XFL, even before all the, this COVID-19 shit, and as soon as he announced he was trying XFL again, I just knew it, it didn't work the first time. Yes, it's a different era, but it's not going to work this time. No. Because no one's asked for it. No one wants an extreme football league where it's somehow crossed over with wrestling. It, it, it's a shit idea. The only reason this uh, happened again is because he wanted to right one of the wrongs that bruised his ego so badly. Yeah, well, we, we were all joking in the whole... Let him do it. Maybe he'll fuck off from WWE and focus on that for a while. But uh, there's no... To be honest, the failure of XFL is probably more to do with the virus than anything else right now. Yeah, it, it, it couldn't be helped. And, you know, the main reason for all of this is the virus. Everyone knows that. But if he had planned things accordingly, if he hadn't done the XFL, this wouldn't have happened. It's been a financial fuck up. It, there was there was no um, what's the word contingency plan. No, of like what happens if this fucks up? Yeah, because that, that's not Vin, that Vince doesn't think about that kind of stuff. He just thinks it's got to work and I'm going to do it. Fuck everybody else. Yeah, it, he's a very I'm going to prove you wrong, prove me right kind of guy. Yeah, and then whenever he gets yeah. proved wrong, he sweeps it under the carpet like it never existed. Yeah, he never thinks of. Sometimes he does think of the consequences of. He definitely thinks of the consequences of if this pays off. He never thinks of the consequences of what if this goes wrong. Yeah. And now here we are with about 20 to 30 people let go. Some, I will say, probably fairly, because there's a lot on that list where I'm thinking, yeah, we've tried with you. You've been here a while. It's not going to work. Prima and Epico won. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I get that. Um, however, they've been sitting there not on TV for ages. And again, this, is, this goes back to what I was saying earlier about the fact that he's letting people sit out their contracts and sit in there and not using them because he doesn't want them to go somewhere else. And it's even yeah. more of a wounder that we know for a fact that they had, I think it was 500 million in the bank of WWE. And they specifically said at some point, this is the stuff that can, the money that can get us through this dark time of the coronavirus. So... They can afford to keep these guys sitting at home on their contracts. They just decided to get rid of them for no reason. And it also it also kind of ties in quite coincidentally with what's been going on with Trump and all this kind of stuff, that Linda's obviously a big Trump supporter and part of the cabinet of, of, of his constituency and everything. And they donated a, a quite a big sum of money to the Trump thing. And then literally the next day, WWE are deemed as an essential service in Florida. So it's a little bit, con you know, coincidental. Yeah. Also, um, I think Vince McMahon, Dana White and somebody else have been uh, named by Trump as almost like ambassadors 
to keep the economy yeah, going. Yeah, and to get it going I'm again. Like, okay, Vince is arguably, you know, he's, a, he's an arsehole, everyone knows that. But apart from what we're just talking about now, to the majority, he's a great businessman. He wouldn't be a great he wouldn't be around now for 40, 50 years if he wasn't a great businessman. But he runs a wrestling company. Exactly. He, he's, there's nothing about running a fucking country that's in a pandemic at the minute. And this is the Same thing. Like, yeah, this is the thing. Loads of sport like people like are, are, are part of this whole getting the economy going again. And it's like it's like Trump's main thing is to make sure sports is going again. It's like that's like that's a drop in the ocean. You've got to think about other businesses and other parts of your country to get going again. Fuck sport. I don't care about that. Vince and anybody else, they're not important to getting the economy going again. They're not an essential service. The only reason that they're continuing to go is because they pledged money to Trump. So he's let them do it. He's overruled the Florida sport. governors. Yeah, sport becomes uh, relevant to the economy when people can actually go and watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's where you get your sales. Of like, yeah, yes, okay, you get money from TV ratings, people tuning in, buying Sky Sports, whatever. But your main income for those games is an audience. Ticket sales. And we've been saying this with the wrestling for ages of like, it's just not the same without the, the audience, the crowd. Because they're the, pretty much the biggest factor of the show. Yeah. Um, so it wouldn't have surprised me if, uh, or would have made more sense for Trump to ask Linda. Because Linda's got... You know, uh, she's got her head screwed on. She knows more about the government. And, and I think she's a great businesswoman. Again, Vince is a great businessman in wrestling. It's a completely different factor. Yeah, but and I just... In I the just... last few years, his wrestling mind it has been going downhill. But I just feel yeah. like, like the reason that we're in this position and that WWE is still going when they don't need to be and putting people at risk because that's what they're doing because they're still carrying on mm-hmm. with the live shows. They're not pre-taping like they're going to. He changed his mind very quickly about that because of the way that they can only pre-tape a certain amount every year. And they're putting people at risk all because he, he can't be asked to shut down. So he's been basically just being around with all these other fucking fat cats and everything with Trump and everything. All they have to do is chuck Trump money so they can he can give them what he wants. Which is from just stay yeah. open and put people at risk. It's it's for the again, we don't know how these so called independent contracts work for WWE. But you know, there, there might be a few people going, yeah, in, in the locker room, fuck it. I'm not going to work. I'm not putting myself or my family at risk. But we don't know if there's anything in that contract where if they point blank refuse to go to work, Vince can sue them for every penny they've got. Well, you know, I, I mean, I. I, I, it's it's doubtful with that, but my, my with, with that, that, it's just like if people are deciding I'm sitting at home and everything, then why haven't some of the bigger people been fired as well, like Roman Reigns? I mean, don't get wrong, Roman made the absolute right call by deciding to stay home to protect himself and protect his family, just as much as anybody else that's made that decision. 100% agree with the decision that Roman has made. However, mm-hmm. it feels like he, Vince is picking all the other people that aren't as popular. When it comes to stuff like this, it shouldn't necessarily mean that. If you're trying to save money, someone like Roman Reigns that's sitting home at home at the moment, he's earning more money than most of these people. But would you get rid of your, one of your biggest stars? But yeah, again, you can you can bring them back once the whole coronavirus thing is over. This is why, again, I don't believe the fact that he's actually going to bring any of these people back. I reckon true. three max, I think, and that's subject to change. It's probably... Yeah, I'm not going to uh, you know, deny a big part of this whole thing 
is obviously the virus, but they could be leaning on this as an excuse. Yeah. Of like, you know, they might have had a few of these names in their back pocket for ages of like, we need to release them. I've got nothing for them. We can hang on to them for a bit. We'll see. This has happened. And like, right now is the perfect time to go. We'll yeah, but the thing is, it's a perfect time for the company, but it is literally the worst time for the for the talent and the staff because if you yeah. if you'd have just accepted that you didn't have anything for them and you let them go months ago before any of this happened, they would have had time to reassess their goals and maybe work somewhere else like AEW or New Japan or something like that. But now with this crisis that's going on and no one else is employing, you have literally just picked the worst moment to save yourself some money and screwed up a lot of people's careers and livelihoods just so you can save four million, which is the same amount of money that they paid Goldberg to wrestle in Saudi Arabia that one time. That is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's well reported the way Brock's attitude toward WrestleMania was. He, he was not happy about the way it was planned yeah. out and done. Um, hearing this, you know, recently I've heard a lot of good stories about Brock. We know he can be a dick. We can know he can be semi-professional, semi-unprofessional, depending on how he feels that that particular night. But he might just turn around and go, you know, fuck this. Because he, if he decided to pack it in, he's got enough money to last in two lifetimes. Yeah. He's a smart businessman. Um, what I'm interested in is, I think it might be tonight, CM Punk's back on WWE backstage. Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to seeing he's if he's... very a, vocal Yeah, he's, he's going to be... Yeah, he'll be making some comments, I think, and I'm interested to see what he says, because, you know, he's always been for the people, isn't he, not for the company. Yeah, Gallows and Anderson are, are good friends of his as well. Yeah, um, well, even Brock is as well, actually. Yeah, so, so there was a few... If there was just a short list... If it was like five or six, and like I say, it was, if it was the type of like Primo and Epicos, that kind of list, yeah. I probably would have understood a bit more of like, but it's, it, it still would have been horrible for them. Yeah, but this, it's uh, the fact that every now and then we have like two, three, four people go in a bunch, but this is like the biggest cull, the biggest bloodbath that we've seen as far as firings are concerned, because it's not just talent, it's staff members and everything. It's a massive, and the fact that we're only halfway through. We don't know what's happening after SmackDown tonight, but they've already outlined that there's going to be a lot more people going. Yeah, it's um, yeah. If it was just one or two, it would have been horrible timing. But it's like, all right, it's yeah. Whenever anyone's released in the normal circumstances, it is the whole. We got nothing for you, I'm afraid. We've tried. We're sorry. That whole bullshit. We wish you well on your future endeavors. With the amount of people, it's. Completely obvious of it's all about keeping money in their pockets. Yeah, right. This yeah, fuck everybody else. And again, that is exactly the point. They go on and on and on all the time, saying how much they value their superstars and how much they care about them and their well-being and all that kind of stuff. But when push comes to shove, shove, it's it's about money. Because this yeah, is absolutely. evident of that. They don't care about these people. They've got enough money to support these people. They've already outlined that. And, but they decided not to. They don't even have to pay them full. What they could do is just say, right, we've got nothing for you, so you go home. We'll pay your bills just so you can keep your head above water. And then after that, we'll figure it out once the coronavirus is gone. But no, they can't even bother to do that. They just sack them off just to save more £4 million a year, which is nothing to WWE, really, in the long run. They were set for a profit before any of this even happened. Yeah, it, what's kind of really... I've only just really read them, really noticed this recently, what's kind of rubbed me up the wrong way 
even though they've been doing it for years, when they release someone, you know, usually you read it on WWE.com or whatever, they always put, we wish you well on your future endeavours. Then would it take, it would take another second or a minute to write another sentence just to say, thank you for all the work you've put in. Yeah. They have never done that. No, they've just been it's really a, quite cold. Yeah, it's always been... Yeah, if in any other job, if I've been or, or what was going to be released or, or whatever, but you know, something I didn't do wrong, I want the manager to not text me, like we said, look me dead in yeah, my eye. Yeah, talk to me, actually come and talk to me. And just say, look, yeah, things have happened, you know, we're going to have to let you go. Uh, thank you so much for everything you've done for the company over the last few years. We'll give you a good reference. We'll wish you all the best. Just going, we're letting you go, there's the door, good luck. It's a little it's, bit... It's cold and it's calculated, yeah, and it's just like all these people that have anxiety issues, depression and emotional problems, Drake Maverick clearly being one of them, you yeah. are knocking their confidence like you wouldn't believe. It's like they're nothing to you. It's like they're just a number to you, and it's horrible. Yeah. But this is it with um, uh, AEW. Uh, so the, the, again, they're not going to take everybody... And those that are kind of got, sitting there with their fingers crossed, hoping something like All Elite Wrestling or whatever rings them, if they don't get a phone call, they're going to be like, right, even AEW don't see anything in me. That's another confidence knockdown. Absolutely. Um, some people, like uh, Luke Harper, now Brody Lee, he, he, he kind of listened to his own heart and his own head of like, no, I can do this, I am good. AEW saw that, and he's like, right, I'm going to prove this old fart Vince McMahon wrong. I could be a main event level star elsewhere. Yeah. And unfortunately, in this cutthroat kind of business, um, when you become a star, a big star somewhere else, that's when WWE want you. And that's why I'm so proud of the likes of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, who made it big elsewhere, that's when WWE are like, oh, well, we'll, we'll have you back now. We'll, we'll give you a shot. Like, no, fuck you. Because we know, A, what you could possibly do to our careers, yep. lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And B, I'm doing all right without you right now. Yeah. It's like literally what you're doing is letting us build up our own character and do it all of ourselves. And then you'll reap the benefits by putting us into your company. And then two years down the line, it's like we never fucking existed. Yeah. The Bullet Club were massive in New Japan. Hundred percent. They should have capitalised on that so long ago, and they just they they've, they've wrecked that opportunity now. Fair enough. They probably couldn't get the rights to the Bullet Club, but they could have them all together in a stable, and we as fans know who they are and yeah. what they're about. So they have to be called the club, and I knew I know they were always going to struggle to a degree in a PG format, but they need to start giving superstars more. Creative control. 100%. Of their because own otherwise, characters. we're going to be like this all the time where we've got loads of people sitting at home with a contract with nothing to do because you won't mm. give them something to do or you won't let them go off on their own reins to build their own character. If you let people do what Bray's been doing, you could have one of the strongest rosters of all time, but you just don't let them take that chance. Everything goes through Vince. So, because everything goes yeah. through Vince, it's definitely all his fault. There's only one person we can point the finger at, and it's him. <laughs> Yeah, as far as like, uh, just as a side note, as AEW goes, I mean, I've, with everything going on, I kind of fell behind in all of wrestling, to be honest. I've yeah. got a few episodes to catch up with. But as far as I can see, the Dark Order and Brody Lee, Luke Harper, whatever, is doing great. The, the, the stable's 
getting some strength and it's looking like a, a threatening form, you know, yeah. stable. If they at some point can get Rowan to reunite him with Harper, because everyone's going to know the history, that would be great. Yeah, it would be. And I think Eric Young would do great in Dark Order as well. Yeah, I think so. he's a dark he's, horse. Yeah, definitely. Totally um, agree. As well as EC3. I'm not saying EC3 in Dark Order, but EC3 so, is such a waste of time. Yeah, I know. He, like, he did, literally did nothing. He was called up and literally did nothing. That's not even an yeah. exaggeration. He did nothing. He, he did a few good stuff in NXT, and then that was it. Yeah. Yeah, um, so he did have the chance to wow. Yeah, they didn't give him a chance. Did you um, um, Did you see what Seth Rollins said about the whole thing? I don't think so, no. Right, well, I, I watched the video and I've got his quote in front of me. Um, it seems, yes, he's obviously upset just as much as anybody else that's still in the company and watching some of their friends go. However, he's still being that poster boy. You know what I mean? Like, he's batting for WWE still. And I, yes, I get that it's his company, but maybe just yeah. don't say anything. Like, So the quote that he's put out that was on the video was... So the one thing I'm seeing is that a little upsetting to me is that all the negativity and hostility towards WWE. This is a difficult day for everyone, for all of us. I think if there was ever a moment for us to unify, for us to band together and try and do the best we can to keep this business alive, best we know how to do at this moment. I think pointing the finger or saying you should have done this or you should have done that, I don't know. It just feels like it's not the time or place for it. Now, I'm sorry, but... Yes, it is the time and place for it. You've fucked up so many people's careers because you want to save a little bit of money. Of course, we're going to point the finger at Vince. He made this decision. It was a bad decision. It was the wrong decision. And it was all about money and not about the people. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous to try and not get expect people to point fingers. Of course, we're going to. Yeah. As far as uh, looking at the... I'm going to say the three sides of the coin here because obviously you've got the, the rim, the middle... <laughs> Um, one side of the coin, uh, I can see a little bit of why Seth felt, as the poster boy, like you say, like he felt a little bit like responsible to stand up for his company and, and, and all that. On the other side, it's like, right, you're kind of kissing ass, yeah, when it, no one's asked for you to kiss ass, yeah, no one asked for your opinion, um, just say nothing, and it, yeah, and it'd be a very different tweet if he was one of those that was released but we know he's a WWE boy yeah as far as that he's got his head so far up of Vince's ass that he'll never get fired yeah as far as the middle part of the coin whatever uh yes the fans have a right to vent and be like no keep him keep her they're great okay understand about this guy blah 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 but we can't sit here and pretend we know all of the facts. No, we know all no, we all don't. The facts. No, we don't. Um, well, yeah. All we can do is discuss and talk about the stuff that we know is is fact. Yes, we don't know everything, but from what we're, I'm we can, seeing, it seems like it's a bad decision all round for me. As as a fan of and uh, of the company, we have the right to vent, uh, yeah, put our opinion like we're doing now. Uh, social media will always be vocal. When all of this lockdown stuff is over, and you know, WWE get back into normal routine, as will everybody else, the fans are always still that vocal of uh, if they want any person on that list back, WWE will listen. They Hopefully we take it into consideration. 
like we said, most of them probably won't come back, but under fanfare, maybe they'll be like, all right, we made a mistake. The fans love them. Let's bring them back. But at that point, hopefully for a lot of these uh, stars, men and women, they would have found another job elsewhere yeah. in another wrestling company. I, fingers crossed. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of put... Uh, yeah, a lot of people are sitting there with the, the, the uncertain future right now yeah. in everyday life. And it's just put, like say, everyone on this list under that category. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's a sad day, whatever way we look at it, for those stars. Yeah. Um, and it's more confusing than anything else for people like us. Of like, what's going on here? And yeah, the first, and with everything going on with the stress of it all, of course it's going to have tempers flare. Yeah. Because it's like, well, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. That that's the main bullet point. This whole thing. Yeah. No one knows what the fuck is going on. So I mean, yeah, I've seen a, I've, I've seen people do the usual of cancelling the network. I mean, one of our our friends has done the same. Um, mm. Is that something you even considered? Um, no, because at, at, at the end of the day, I'm always going to be a fan of the the product. Now, as far as the product goes, uh, yeah, we're very vocal of stuff we do like when it's booked, people we don't like, matches we think are great and shit. And it's... I like those layers. Don't get me wrong, I love it, the shows that knock it out of the park all the time. But having negatives and positives make it more interesting. Yeah. So, yes, I know why our friend didn't, because he didn't want to put more money in Vince's pocket. But I feel I'd be taking it out on the stars that have done nothing wrong. Yeah, this is the uh, thing I tried to balance with it over is, yeah, I, I, I get our friend and many of the people are saying, I don't want to give that person money. And yeah, I get that. But on the same point, it's like the more people that cancel, the less chance that these talents that are still there are going to be getting what they deserve as well. Um, this is the yeah. first time I actually <laughs> thought about it because every time it's popped up in the past, something bad has happened. Someone's gone, cancel the network. I've just gone, oh, I'll grow up. You know what I mean? But this yeah. is the first time I actually felt a little bit like, I, I don't think I'm going. I'm not going to cancel. You know what I mean? Because you know we. You know what I mean? It's, I'm not going to do that. But at the same time, I'm not going to be watching as avidly as I used to. I mean, I used to. I Raw and SmackDown. I watched the clips on YouTube every single week. It's about ten to twelve clips per show, uh, five six minutes long a piece. So you know, it's a good forty minutes to an hour of doing that it, with each show each week. But. I'm just not as interested at the moment. I just, and that's that, that's not all to do with what's happened over the last 24 hours. It is always to do with the virus and no crowd, blah blah blah. But it's definitely given a serious hit of me of my viewer retention. It really has. I I, I try and look at it as well as far as like the the product raw and SmackDown, just everything we see on uh, TV. Um, it's hard to watch it as like a regular TV show when we're the fan, the kind of fans we are, where we we're interested in what happens behind the curtain all the time. We know how the show is constructed, how the matches are, are, are predetermined, all that kind of all, stuff. All the politics of it. Yeah, and if it was any other TV show like you know, Game of Thrones, a, a soap opera, whatever, they could be doing horrible shit behind the scenes, but it wouldn't affect the story that we want to watch. Yeah, because we wouldn't know any better. No. 
No, and like, yeah, with Game of Thrones and ed- everything I've just put out there, they have their shit episodes too. <laughs> and those fans of those shows go to social media and their friends and they'll talk about yeah. if it was shit or if they thought it was good. So I don't think me, my now lack of respect or loss of respect I have for Vince and certain powers that be should take it out on the rest of the company. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have a lot of respect for Vince anyway, but I think it's pretty much just about gone now. I, I, I can't see him redeem anything for me. I really can't. I mean, my faith is in the performers, not not in him anymore. I mean, it hasn't yeah, been for that, a while. Yeah. That's it. I, I'm um, a fan of what they do in the ring more yeah. than anything else. Uh, you know, as far, I know this we've just been ranted about what happens behind the scenes, but it affects what happens in the ring, which is why I guess some people are pissed off about it. Yeah. Um, but the irony would be if we everyone did go, ah, fuck, unsubscribe from the network and not watching WWE, all those people we just mentioned going, oh my god, they, you know, they how they you know they don't have a living anymore. Everyone that's still there, we'd be taking money out of their pockets. Yeah, exactly. Well. So yeah, it, you know, it's trying it's trying to support the people that deserve it, even though it is kind of supporting the people that don't at the same time. Yeah, I mean, time. yeah, saying you want to support the people and everything and support the performers that are still there as well, but cancelling the network and everything, to be honest, it's like a drop in the ocean. It's not really going to affect Vince that much because you'd have to literally have everybody get rid of the network all in one go for it to have an effect on him. The odd people here and there boycotting it, it's not going to stop anything. It's too big of a company. The, the thing with the network as well is... Um, well, personally, I love going back on all the old episodes of like, let's put it this way, when it was good, and stuff. But the the content they have, some of it is shit. Like, I don't want to see Alexa Bliss making cookies. Who the fuck <laughs> but the the documentaries they put out, like the W twenty four, yeah, uh, they're all good. Broken school sessions, I love them, and to me, that's a good enough reason to pay £10 a month to watch those kind of things. For that content, we don't get regular TV. If the network never existed, uh, Vince would definitely be shitting himself, I'll give you that, because uh, if all we had was Raw and SmackDown with this happening, obviously the quality of show has gone down because of a lot of reasons out of his control because of the virus. Yeah. But I think a lot more people would just be going, you know what, For, even after this was all done, some people would be sitting there going, you know what, I didn't really miss it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, true. It's yeah. still going to go through that way now, even with the network. But with people still having access to the network, it's going to keep them above water a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is, isn't it? But it's... It's not a good day for, to be a wrestling fan. It's not a good, a good day to be a, a wrestler, really. It's just, it's a really shit week for the wrestling world. Kurt Angle wasn't really that surprised about because I mean, but he was still backstage yeah. stuff. He still did backstage, yeah, know, didn't he? But... Also, he wouldn't surprise me if he was one of the guys that said, hey, "Yeah, I'm out." Yeah, fair. yeah, he probably did. Go. Yeah, they uh, did really. Tri- D-Bomb's one as well. Ah, uh, don't surprise that me. Yeah. But I was going to say this at the start, about what I was originally going to say, I thought about this earlier, it's like, you know, I know this isn't Angle Slam, this is Angle Lock, uh, but we usually do, like, the tributes. I was just going to dedicate it to everybody that's on the list we just read out. Yes. But 
Unfortunately, Howard Finkel passed away. Yes, today. we should. Yeah, we should have mentioned it at the start. Yeah, Howard Finkel died. Yeah. So God, that, that sucks. That does because suck. I I know it wasn't to do with COVID nineteen. As far no. as I'm aware, he was ill for a long time. But it's like um, with everything going on, it's kind of getting lost in the shuffle a bit, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we've always said, and people will always say, JR was the voice of our childhood, and I stick by that. Yeah. But to a degree, so well, so was Jerry the King Lawler, and so was Howard Finkel for me. Mm. He, with that deep, bellowing voice, when he either announced the next match or a new champion, it just made you yeah. adrenaline. Made it sound great. Yeah. yeah JR's the best commentator in wrestling history, in my opinion. Howard Finkel's the best ring announcer, in 100%. my opinion, and it's a sad day that he's gone as well. So it's all shit news. It's all crap, and, and like, like we said, we've got more to come, so coming <laughs> Friday, we're going to have more people gone, so I'm, I'm not looking looking forward to that, and trying to think who it is they'll probably get rid of. But... Hopefully, I mean, I know, I think we mentioned earlier, the likes of like Ember Moon and stuff uh, turned out just to be rumour. If they've seen the backlash, maybe they might just hold off a bit. I'm not saying everybody's safe. They might just think, fuck it, we've got to do it for whatever reason, because again, we don't know all the details. But, uh, you know, is this is just going to cause more harm to their company than good. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think maybe you might be being a bit too optimistic there. I think they've made, the deci- they've made the decision and they're doing it. The only reason they're doing it in stints is because they need them to be on the show, and then once they're done with the show, they'll get rid. Yeah, and unfortunately... I mean, just briefly looking at the list, I know some of them have been in NXT for a while, but Triple H has got to be thinking, for fuck's sake, these are either guys I worked so hard with in NXT for you to call up and now do this to them. Yeah. Or get a chance to. Yeah. It's Well, all the uh, yeah. trainee, NXT trainee people, they've all been sent home. Yeah. People that aren't even, they're not even getting a chance. They're, obviously, they're not going to bring new people in, are they? So, again, that sucks no. even more. Yeah, the, the, I think the, the what's pissed off the fans right now as a kind of summary is, yes, we know this is hard on WWE as well. It's hard for everybody what's going on in the world right now. But, yeah, we are pretty confident you're financially stable enough to not have had to do this. Yeah, and do it in the way that you've done it. So cowardly, cowled and calculated. Most yeah, of and text if you were going to do it at some point, maybe not do it... At, during this kind of hard time for everybody. Yeah, because you're just making it worse. You could have just looked at the list and gone, you know, maybe these are some we need to get rid of now. Here's some we could keep on for a while. And when this COVID-19 thing blows over, if nothing's changed, we'll send them on their merry way. But, you know, it's... Unfortunately, we can't control what Vince and the powers that be do. No, we can't. All we can do is just... Yeah, you know, all we can do is, along with everybody else in the wrestling community, is tell Vince how much of a dick he is. <laughs> what we can do is the fanfare, like I say. If we want them back that bad and feel like they deserve a second chance or whatever, after this is all done, we can be like, guess what? We want Drake back or yeah. EC3 back or whatever. Or just keep following their career to wherever they go. Yeah. To so, again, support them. Support not them. That yes. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Okay, I think that's about wraps it up. Yeah, so, um, like I say, a little bit of a downer for the first kind of angle lock thing, but going forward, I think, what, we're going to do another one next week? Yeah, I think uh, if you're down with it, it's like three questions each, possibly, that we haven't 
conferred about all that. Uh, sorry, um, is, it, is that what I've? Is that right? Conferred. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the right <laughs> yeah, word. Conferred. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm questioning myself. It's, it's been a long day. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, just three questions, but obviously not. It's not going to be. What do you think of this guy? Great. Is that right? Yes. All right. Good night. It's not going to be the quick fire kind of thing. Yeah. It's going to be. We'll we'll dive into the answers and have a discussion about them. So. Yeah. So, like I said, they won't be as long as our usual ones. They won't be like an hour or an hour and a half long. They'll probably be about thirty, maybe forty minutes, the absolute max. Just it's, it's just something it's to keep us busy. It's just, yeah, just talking to each other about stuff and basically just something to do while we're sitting in at home. Yeah, again, this is uh, the irony. Despite everything you just heard, we still love wrestling. We're yeah, talk we still about want to it. talk about it. Yeah, good or bad, yeah. it's content, isn't it? Yeah, content's content. Content's content. <laughs> yeah, that is right. Okay. Uh, with that one uh, yeah so like subscribe you know where we are we're on uh, SoundCloud YouTube Stitcher Apple Music Facebook Twitter Instagram just find Angle Slam somewhere or Beards of You you'll find us and yeah I suppose we'll be back next week at some point yes I, I think so maybe this time next week who knows yeah yeah why not see you later guys bye